Welcome, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to J House Radio, episode 31. I'm trying to go at this very white voice like Lois did last time, but it's not working out that well. But either way, it takes practice. It takes practice. Yeah, it takes practice, man. You know, I don't have that amazing podcast voice like you do, man. I got to work on it. Um, Uh, Yeah, I love doing it. (laughs) Do you have any PWLs for this week, Lois? Um, Nothing, nothing, nothing. nothing. I have not played anything. I've played absolutely nothing. I've bought God of War, the one where he's with his son, but I haven't played it. You will uh, enjoy that one. Take it from me. I love God of War. Oh, my God. And it was funny, because remember when I used to watch, play Wolverine? Yeah. People were like, oh, if you like this, you love God of War. They were not wrong. Um, <laughs> I still haven't finished two two Assassin's Creed games. Okay. I still haven't logged on to my Animal Crossing. Uh, literally, the only games I've been playing has been on Wednesday nights. Oh, yeah, Fight Night? Fight Night, that's it. That's what we're here for, man. You know, we're here to help you catch up on some of your gaming time that you Dude, might I miss. I need to. I need to. <laughs> um, I'm not really watching... Oh, no, no, I can't really say that. I've been watching Star Trek Discovery. Oh, okay. How has that been going? Um, Not as good as I wanted it to be. Oh, really? Los is not uh, liking the my... Star Trek. <laughs> no, it might be because every time I watch it, I'm kind of watching it in between doing 10 or 15 different things. Oh, so yeah. I can't sit and watch it completely. I'm watching like 10 minutes, doing something, coming back, watching 20, yeah. you know, answering a phone call, this, that, and the other thing, uh, you know, dealing with something in the house, dealing with the animals, come back to watch a couple more minutes. And maybe that's why. Yeah. Um. But the only thing I'm really watching is Star Trek Discovery. You know, okay. I haven't had time to really watch anything else. Yeah, I hate when I have a show that I want to get into, and a lot of times I don't watch stuff because I'm doing stuff like around the house or just doing little things here and there. And I hate when I can't watch a show because of that because I yeah I need to sit down and like pay attention to it, especially if it's an episode that I haven't seen before. So that usually keeps me away from watching stuff a lot of times too. So, yeah. Well, me, yeah, I haven't been playing too much. Um, lately honestly like my gaming time besides wednesday and sometimes when i stream honestly has been kind of cut short i got i just don't have the time i got so much stuff going on right now i feel like i keep up with gaming news more than i actually play games honestly at this point um i have been playing league of legends have you heard of league of legends heard of it i've never played it yeah it's like a it's like a multiplayer online uh moba basically um it's pretty yeah, it's like uh, when you pretty much have two teams, basically, and um, both teams are on different sides of the maps, and they're, the, the objective of the team is to fight through all these different obstacles on the map to get to the enemy team's tower and, like, break their tower down. Like, that's pretty much what, like, the MOBA... Uh, Didn't Halo have something like that with a flag capture? Um, I mean, Halo has, like, flag capture on it, um, but they didn't have like a MOBA game that was like that, basically. So oh, it's a mobile game. No, a MOBA, M M O B A, MOBA. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So I, um, I thought if you could play that shit on your phone, I'd be like, yo, that's awesome. Well, they they actually do have a um, like a League of Legends MOBA uh, style game on your phone <laughs> that you can play. Um, I forgot what it's called. I think it's called Team Fight Tactics or something like that, basically. Um, and then they also have another version of League of Legends coming to mobile pretty soon as well. So I'll probably try it out then. Uh, but it's pretty is fun. It's something awesome. different. Uh, yeah, this is like one of the uh, like cinematic scenes, though. I, I was going to try to find gameplay footage, but I couldn't find any good, decent gameplay footage. 
But uh, okay. yeah, I've been I've been kind of playing that, you know, trying something different. Basically, like I said, I've been taking the major break from like first person shooters and things like that. So just trying something different. Um, so yeah, League of Legends. Trying to get back into it. I'm I'm horrible. I suck at the game. I don't know a lot of the characters, so I've I've been trying it out. Um, what I've been watching, I don't know if I told you, but I finally finished Evil. I think I told you that. Did I tell you that already? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been kind of waiting to discuss it. Oh, man, I finally finished it. And just like you said before, that final scene in Evil, oh, my goodness. Wow. Bro, but it leaves you with this, like, oh, my God, what's the next episode? And you're like, "Mm, I know. Season. And and I purposely didn't look at how many episodes it was just so I wouldn't expect the season finale. I was just like, let me just watch it the whole way through. But the thing is, as you binge it, you don't realize how fast you feel like it comes. I, I know. Like to me, the final episode felt like it came out of nowhere. I yeah, was like, that's the season finale. Wait, wait, no, there's gotta be more. How many did I watch? And yeah. then when you see the number that you watch, you're like, Holy shit, I was like drunk on this shit. I know, man. I once once season two drops. I want to do a spoiler cast once we finish season one and season two. I want to do a spoiler cast and just talk about the show. It's such a freaking good show, man. Like, I don't want to do spoilers. What's up, Dark Legion in chat? He said, in other words, it left you on a cliffhanger. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Major. I think cliffhanger is an understatement. Like Grand Canyon cliffhanger. (laughs) Like like the ground opened up from under your ass and you just fell in type shit. Like, Like doing a halo jump and you're standing on the edge of that balloon or plane going, oh, man seriously because it's like it's i I really don't want to spoil anything but it's just that everything that led up to that point and then to see that final scene you're like wait a second like what does that mean for everything that happened before that like that changes everything and not only that when did it start exactly i want to know like so when did this happen what is always like this did this recently happen like yeah uh, but one of my favorite episodes is I, I think I said this on last on the last podcast is uh the schoolgirl episode with the singing. That was my least favorite. Really? I thought that was well, I, it was my favorite because of like what was happening with those girls. Like that 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 was kind of creepy. That was kind of creepy. It was, but it was my least favorite because I understood the science behind it. Oh, see, I didn't see I never knew anything about the science behind it, so that's probably why it kind of wowed me a little bit. Yeah, Honestly. it's kind of like, you know, how how hackers watch hacking movies, you know, like oh, they yeah. always make fun of um, NCSI where they had two people typing on a keyboard to beat a hacker. Like, that's not how it happens. <laughs> uh, or, or like when you watch gaming uh, uh, on a CSI thing, you're like, that's not how gaming. Yeah. Or you actually, I, speaking of that side note, since you mentioned that I was watching a show or a movie, I forgot what it was. But they were playing a game, let's say for the sake it was only on Xbox. They were playing a game that was for Xbox, but the person was holding a PlayStation controller. <laughs> it was like, yeah. What, yeah. what are you doing? If you're going to do that, at least, come on, do your homework a little bit. I, I think it was like Halo and it had a PlayStation controller. I was like, come on. Yeah, um, because, you know, um, uh, in TV, you do a lot more things for efficiency than you do for um, reality. Yeah. Because a lot of... They aim it for their audience, mm-hmm. so a lot of their audience aren't going to be gamers, you know. Yeah, because true. how many of us still have parents and grandparents that still call whatever game system you're on, they still call it a Nintendo? Yeah, what you play on that Nintendo, babe? Grandma, that uh-huh. is a PlayStation. Get it right. exactly. 
And to them, it's, it's the same thing. Exactly. You know, like my father used to call it Ataris. Really? <laughs> yeah. Freaking it. Yo, can you believe that they have an Atari hotel coming out soon? I heard about it. Um, but so my freaking. curiosity is one, why? And two, is that a, is that a hint that Atari's going to come back? Well, they do have an Atari console that's supposed to be coming out, I think, this year, which I need to look into. I'm so confused about what this console is. It's like you can play old Atari games on it, but you can also play new games on it. But I don't know if it's new Atari games and then you could do PC stuff. It's such a confusing console. And I think it's like 300 something dollars. I'm like, what the, what the hell is there this for? There is. Oh, shit. I wish I remembered it. But there was this uh, handheld game system. Mm hmm that essentially is an emulating system okay. so it'll emulate mame it'll emulate uh super nes it'll emulate like um uh, the original nintendo it'll emulate a whole bunch of other of these systems yeah. and it's run on an android platform on it mm -hmm. and uh it's like 300 bucks it's all handheld it's got long battery life and it's awesome yeah. but it's glitchy for certain platforms um okay. Because I was thinking of getting one for my girl, but, you know. Uh, spoiler for Mrs. and Chad. He was thinking about gaming. No, no, no. He was, she was next to me. We were talking about it. Oh, so yeah. So it's not a spoiler. Oh, okay, okay. And then we were both kind of like, well, it's a little glitchy. Maybe we'll wait till the, the next generation. Okay, okay. Sounds good. Um, but, yeah, uh, Evil. Make sure you guys watch it. Actually, one more thing. I forgot. The other thing I liked about the episode or that, that show is the one episode where the lady who was a psychologist or whatever where she had that scene where she was getting back at the the evil guy with the glasses i love that scene where she was just breaking oh, him their down. conversation she oh was, that was awesome that was such an amazing scene i'm like yo she is breaking this dude down right now i i got chills during that scene it was so good man such a good show yes that and, is and her mom her huh? mom is a cunt yes oh my god i freaking do not I, I, I know people like her mom i know people like her mom and yeah we all do we all do <laughs> but yeah chat that is your homework uh listeners people uh who are in chat right now that's your homework watch evil um what evil's the first show that both of us recommend yeah seriously think about that i think it's it the is first show yeah that we both recommend you know so it's it's that good yeah for sure for sure all right so uh, the last part of my, of my PWL, what I've been listening to, nothing special. I've been listening to a lot of jazz music, like when I'm uh, cooking, cleaning. I don't know why I'm getting into this whole jazz mood right now. You should. Jazz and is jazz is amazing. Jazz is freaking awesome. I mean, depending on what style it is and things like that. Uh, but yeah, I've listened to a lot of jazz, so that's my uh, that's what I've been listening to lately. But if you're gonna listen to jazz, you gotta listen to Miles Davis, bro. Oh, of course. Come on, man. He's like the king of you jazz. Gotta listen to Miles Davis. The king of jazz right there, chat. <laughs> and Harry Connick Jr.'s um instrumental albums. Okay. Uh he does this New Orleans style jazz blues thing that's just fucking amazing. And oh, yeah, you really to get me. to hear how he's a music prodigy. The man's a fucking musical genius. Oh yeah, send it to me. Send me some suggestions. I'm definitely down for uh some ideas of stuff to listen to for sure. Um all right, Lace, so we are recording this episode on the first day of November, which is pretty much Thanksgiving season now. Uh, I'm just curious, what are some of your... Yeah, don't tell that to stores, because they're fucking playing Christmas music. I know people have been playing Christmas music. Stores probably been playing Christmas music since, like, the beginning of October, basically. Yeah. Um, what is your favorite Thanksgiving slash holiday cooking, uh, cooking 
well, meals basically. Um, and what are some of your favorite traditions during Thanksgiving or the, or the holidays? Uh, I'm not into Thanksgiving, dude. Like you have to understand, like, um, really, wow. bro, remember I wear a shirt on Thanksgiving. This is no thanks, no giving, you know, I post wow. things uh, on Instagram that shows uh, a family eating Thanksgiving on top. And underneath you see all the skeletons of native Americans, you know, uh, yeah, um, that's, that's like celebrating the first day of an invasion. So yeah. I don't really do Thanksgiving. Okay. But when I did, um, it really like, you know, as a Latinos, bro, like <laughs> we don't call it Thanksgiving. We call it Dia del Pavo. We call it Turkey day. Okay. Okay. And you either cook a turkey or you cook uh, a pernil, a ham, mm -hmm. uh, a pork butt. Mm -hmm. And then you have, you know, your mashed potatoes, you have your platanos, you have your tortillas, you have your beans, you know, or we call frijoles colado, which is, I don't know why Americans call it refried beans because it wasn't fried in the first place. Um, yeah, I was always worried about, I was always curious about that. Why, why was that? Like, why would you do it twice? Like... <laughs> I, I've never understood why it was called refried beans. There's got to be some history to There's it. Got to be something um, to it. Yeah, um, you know. So like, Thanksgiving isn't a thing for me. <clears throat> I feel you. I feel you. You know, but if someone invites me for Thanksgiving, I always have one question: Will there be cornbread? Because if there's cornbread, oh, I'm yeah. willing to go. You got it. That's for me. <sighs> the two things I need to have on Thanksgiving Day: it's cornbread and mac and cheese. You gotta have it. If you don't have that. It's not Thanksgiving. Okay, but are you a baked mac and cheese person with yes. the like the breadcrumbs on top? What? That's the only way. <laughs> you know, but I'm not that I don't like that, but that's not my favorite type of mac and cheese. Really? I mean, I don't have I don't I don't need the breadcrumbs all the time, but baked is my preferred way to have it for sure. Breadcrumbs is cool once in a while, depending on who makes it and how they do it. But yeah, that's pretty much my go-to: cornbread and mac and cheese. Gotta have it. Los, do you have any random facts? We're gonna jump into our random facts section real quick. Yes, 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 yes. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Dogs, stop. Okay. Uh, first movie ever to put out a motion picture soundtrack was Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Wow. That yeah. movie. That movie did come out in like the seventies, didn't it? I think or the sixties. Seventies, forties, bro. Wait, hold on. Oh, forties. Really? 40s or or older maybe it came out in the 30s i keep forgetting like how old some of these disney films are i watched 1937 came out in holy sh 1937 that's a pretty impressive cartoon from 1937 man <laughs> holy crap. well you know what they did with uh, with uh certain parts of that what? they had an actor act out the scene and then they traced it frame by frame Wow, I did not know that. Mm -hmm. That's what I was like. They also man. did that with Alice in Wonderland. That's why when I see that cartoon and like for his, I, I watched something on Disney Plus, I forgot what it was, and then like I saw the year it came out, I was like, holy crap, this film, like this cartoon is that old. Like they they did some stuff that was not being done during that time. That's, that's amazing. Yeah. That is freaking amazing. All right, so my random fact is. In Japan, there is 23 vending machines to each person. Ratio, I believe that. The ratio is the same per capita. Per capita? Never seen that word before. Per capita. Japan. Per population. Uh, okay. Uh, Japan has the highest amount of vending machines in the world. Yes. That is insane. 
and you know japan has like one of the highest populations in the world so to have 23 vending machines per person wow um i have watched videos of americans who travel to japan because at one point i wanted to to go to visit japan so I, I was just kind of watching these uh these videos and stuff yeah and there are restaurants where you there's a vending machine outside the restaurant and you pay the vending machine you get a ticket and from that ticket you get your order so then you wow. go into the restaurant with your ticket and they make your order wow you get eggs milk lunch groceries uh fresh vegetables you know all from yeah. vending machines that's insane i that's japan is one place i i to this day still want to visit i've never been in before that is my bucket list um i definitely want to go i was hoping to go within like the next like two years but with the way covid has been going on, i don't freaking know when the hell that's gonna happen um, i got another one for you okay random fact fruit stickers are edible uh although with any fruit you have to wash prior to eating and the glue is regulated by the fda so it is edible and digestible you know the little stickers you get on bananas and stuff or oh, you get yeah, on your yeah, apple yeah. they're digestible you can eat them they're edible i guess that's why i'm still alive after eating fruit stickers on my apples chat mm -hmm. <laughs> at first i was like wait fruit stickers what are you talking about like is a stickers made out of fruit and i had to think about like oh stickers on the fruit. yeah like I didn't understand that first until I read the whole fact, and I was like, "Oh, the little stickers you put." On the <laughs> oh man! All right, let's let's get ready to jump into our uh, show topics chat. Um, I want to start off by saying let's give some. Uh, well, let's pour out one whatever it is that you do. Uh, let's give a moment moment of silence for our homeboy uh, Sean Connery. He passed away recently. Uh, he was Sean 90. Connery. Sean Connery. That guy has an amazing voice, man. Love that voice. Yeah. If very was, scottish if i was a woman i would give him just for his voice um uh he Bro, passed away i know plenty of people who say that <laughs> uh he, he passed away at 90. Uh, he actually died in his sleep in the bahamas like that is one of the best ways to go out man honestly in your sleep while you're uh, on vacation yeah he also has family in the bahamas oh yeah also. from his fa from his father's side I was, I was reading about it today on the bbc website oh nice nice um what are some of your favorite sean connery films um the first role he he stuck in my mind with when he played ramirez in highlander ramirez in highlander you ever heard the movie the ever seen the movie highlander there can be only one. Oh wait he was in that holy crap yeah he was the one who trained uh uh connor mcleod I don't know if I ever like. I mean, I've seen um, Highlander a few times. But I don't think I've ever like actually sat down and like watched those films, man. I don't think Highlander I back then was an easy watch. Now it's a little slow pace, and you have to kind of like pick your moments. Mm -hmm. um, but that's the first role I remember him in. Okay. Um, then there's all the films he did in the '90s, like The Rock and things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, what else did he do? Uh, The Untouchables, you know. It's the Chicago oh, way. Oh, yeah. I forgot he was in that. Oh, my yeah. God. The Untouchable. That was such a freaking good film, man. Such I thought film. he did a great job in The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. It was a shitty film, but he did a good performance. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he, he he carried that role very well, honestly. Yes. I hated him in First Night. I thought he did a very bad King Arthur. The First Night wasn't really that great. I didn't like it. Yeah. Uh, I liked I liked when he did the voice for Drago the Dragon and Dragonheart. Yes. 
that was actually a pretty good film. Like it, it was like one a, of, it was a good bad film. Yeah, one of my <laughs> favorite roles of him was as uh, the captain for the Hunt for Red October. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yes, I, I, I've, I've seen part of that film. I never like actually sat down and like went through it, but yeah, my part of it. favorite favorite Sean Connery line is from Finding Forrester. Where he's like, "You're the man now, dog." <laughs> favorite favorite oh, line man. from Sean Connery. I I, I think I, I like pretty much all his films. Like, I mean, well, not not all of them, but I think he's done a good job in pretty much all his films. One of my favorite ones is when he was in indiana jones i know you hate indiana jones well not hate it but no 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 i like indiana jones it's just not an action movie it's an adventure movie <laughs> who's even talking about that right now <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just just in case people who follow the podcast will remember that that was my argument Lowe's has to always point out the fact that indiana jones is not an action movie it is an adventure film which it is but it's an extension of an action film yeah. But anyways, uh, I loved him in Indiana Jones. That's one of my favorite adventure movies like ever, basically. And the role he played as Indy's dad was pretty cool, basically. Um, yeah, he's trivia he, for you. Um, he, although he played Harrison Ford's father, they're only five years apart. Wow. Sean really? Connery is only five years older than Harrison Ford. In that, in, in, in those films, he looked like he that it didn't look like that in those films that's crazy harrison ford just just looks good for his age i guess honestly well you also have to too you know sean connery's bald he has the full gray beard yeah um and he played the role less physical than he normally would yeah true yeah sean, all that helps sean connery will be missed man all right our next topic here that we're jumping on is uh netflix once again is raising their prices, which is, I guess you can say, kind of expected. But I didn't think they would have done it now. I thought we would have. We uh, by it how much? Do you know? Uh, all right. So let me let me look at this right now. So right now the HD plan uh, ranges from twelve ninety nine to thirteen ninety nine. Uh, thirteen ninety nine is four K. That's the current price. They're going to raise that from the basic HD is going to be sixteen dollars, and the four K premium is going to be eighteen dollars. It's a lot of money, man, for some Netflix. Um, do you think it's yes. warranted? Right now, do you think it's warranted? Uh, no, I don't think it's warranted. But I do kind of think for Netflix to survive, it is necessary. But it might lead people to wear an iPad and pirate. Yeah. I, I like how you say wear an iPad. <laughs> um yeah i it it, it sucks man it, it it really sucks but i mean I, I just i don't think that right now it's the perfect time to do that especially with a lot of uh, a lot of what's going on in the world right now with people being out of jobs etc cetera, etc cetera. to raise the prices now is a little weird um i guess it is warranted because of the fact that now netflix is getting into more of their um exclusive shows move like netflix is they've been making more exclusive movies now like, I, I noticed lately yeah um they're like coming out left and right basically and um i'm guessing maybe because of that that's why they have to do it that that is pretty i mean if you're not a 4k user i, I guess you don't really have to worry about that but at the same time 16 dollars a month just for like basic hd is pretty steep um i'm not really a fan of a lot of their uh exclusive films some of them are okay some of them are you know not that great 
So I personally don't think it's worth it in regards to that. Now, as far as their shows, their shows are good. You know, I mean, like I say, we were just talking about Evil just a, a few minutes ago. Uh, that's a great show. Um, but if you're a 4K person, man, that is that that that's steep. It's basically almost twenty dollars a month, basically. Yeah, you know? it is. Let's just round it up. Yeah. So I um, mean, I don't know. I'll go ahead. How many people do you know? um pay for 4k netflix i don't even know there was a 4k netflix yeah it's a it's a 4k option i mean me personally once i started watching 4k 4k netflix it was hard to go back to 1080 netflix it, it was it was i mean it wasn't like hard to the point where it was like man this looks horrible but it's like your eyes get so used to a certain quality because uh the netflix quality of 4k is really good because it's 4k hdr and if you have a, uh, a 4k tv it looks freaking amazing and yeah, but nine out of ten times people are watching Netflix on this. Yeah, true. Yeah, true. I mean, if if you're a mobile user, if you use Netflix mainly on your laptops and your phone and stuff like that, then maybe it's not really. It doesn't matter to actually have to upgrade. But if you watch it on your TV a lot, which I do, um, I tend to like to have the 4K. But then again, a lot of stuff on there still don't so like the 4K. It doesn't come out as much. Like if you're watching Evil in 4K, it's not going to look like amazing but if you're watching something like a comic book movie or a comic book show on everything yeah it might look freaking beautiful you know the so. other the other thing about netflix doing that is a lot of people don't pay for netflix yeah. like how many people do you know it's like oh yeah i got my cousin's password i got my brother's password you know yeah. you know in college people split the cost of netflix between four people yeah I mean, and I think they know that that's why they allow you to have multiple screens like they have the option to say, well, if you want to have multiple screens at one time on, you got to pay more money. So my question is, is like, I'm wondering how that price is going to go up, because I think you have to pay more no matter what plan you pick if you want to have multiple screens. So now if you're a 4K user and like that $18 might just be for one screen. But if you want more screens, you probably got to be paying like 20 something dollars a month to have multiple people use it. Because if you're a person like, let's say if me and you are using it and you watch it a lot and I watch it a lot, you're going to almost be forced to buy the multiple screen plan because we're not going to be able to watch it at the same time. You know, so I think that's also one of the reasons why they upped it, because like you said, maybe a lot more people, they're home now and a lot more people don't pay for it, you know, for Netflix. So the, that's the thing way. is, too, I just kind of think is. Um, Netflix has to realize there's so much more competition. You know, and look at what Disney offered. Disney got um, Disney Plus, gives yeah. you Hulu. Mm -hmm. um, they got Star Wars. They've got Marvel. They've got National Geographic. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of people might say, well, you know, Netflix really isn't worth it to me. I'd rather just pay for Disney Plus because I get all this extra. You know? True. I mean, I can and see Hulu that. with no commercials is still twelve dollars. Yeah, and and I think it's I think it's HDR. Like I don't, I don't yeah. have to, I don't have to pay for a 4K Hulu. It's automatically HDR, and uh, I think it's and same thing 4K. with Amazon. Yeah, and same thing for Disney Plus. <laughs> it's automatically 4K HDR. So I do think Netflix needs the Netflix needs something. I think they need more than just exclusive shows and exclusive movies. They need something. Give me some behind the scenes stuff. I don't think any streaming service is really doing that right now. I don't think so. Give Disney some... kind of. With yeah. The they had yeah. like a, a nine part documentary for behind the scenes. Yeah. 
I think people will like that. I don't think these streaming companies uh, are taking that serious. They probably think people don't want it. But you'd be surprised at how many people would actually want to see that, especially if it's like one of their favorite shows. Hell yeah, they're, they're going to want to watch that. They're going to want to see more because if they binge it, they're going to want to see more about that show. You know, I want to see director's comments. That's what I want to see. I, I want to watch a movie that. with director's yeah. comments. I would, I would love to see that. I mean, hell, we're getting to an age where DVDs are, are becoming obsolete. Put that part in the digital aspects. You know what I mean? Yeah. Why not give it? Why not make it an option? You know, um, but actually, no, I lied. I think Netflix does have something like that with uh, Stranger Things. Um, after you watch the uh, the entire season, they have like other episodes where it's like an interview with the cast. So they have something like that. It's just not a full like behind the scenes of the show or anything. But they do have like interviews with the cast and stuff like that about certain episodes and things. So they kind of Netflix have it. was Netflix did that uh, done like two or three movies that are kind of like choose your own adventure. Yes, uh, Minecraft is one of those. It's like it's like an interactive uh, show that you can watch, and with your remote control, you can pick what you want the character to do next, what you want them to say. So it's little things like that. I mean, they have little things. They just need to like expand on those things, like do more of that. Don't just have like one or two or three of these little interactive things here and there, these little commentary things here and there. Do more of that to make this. $20 a month price worth it for 4k people or $16 a month price worth it. The thing is too, we're also not looking at their international stuff because a good example is Star Trek Picard, mm -hmm. Star Trek Discovery, and I believe Lower Decks are on Netflix internationally. Oh, so, right. okay. yeah, so if you have one of those VPN services and you're like, oh, I want to watch Star Trek 4k Netflix, you just change your country in your VPN, and mm -hmm. then all of a sudden you're looking at it from Netflix, awesome. 4K. Hmm. So I think a lot of that has to do with the stuff they're doing overseas, as opposed to what's happening in the states. Probably, probably. I mean, we also, yeah. you also still have the option of um, standard uh, Netflix. That's that's still nine dollars a month. That one didn't change. So if you're watching it standard, which I don't think they should even touch that, because if you would have took standard up, that would have been a little. A little weird, but yeah, I don't even know which one I have. To tell you the truth, how much do you pay? Do you know? It's one of those bills that I just this automatically paid every month, and I don't think about it. It's like I don't know, it's just freaking there. Yeah, same here. Yeah. I I I don't even look at my Netflix account. It just comes out. I think I have the uh, the basic HD, but and I was thinking about upgrading to the four K, but I'm like, man, I don't want to pay freaking. I mean, I watch Netflix, but I feel like I watch Hulu way more than Netflix, you know, so it's not worth it. Um, all right, let's jump into our next topic here. Um, this is a really random topic, but interesting. Uh, there is a metallic asteroid that is between Mars and Jupiter that is worth 10,000 quadrillion dollars. Yeah. Well, the thing is that asteroid is worth more money than there is on Earth. And it's, hell yeah. <laughs> like... That's you know, just, I don't I, think I've I, ever I think seen. They said it, I think this is something like ten times over all the money that's on Earth. That um, is insane, dude. But what are you what are you going to do with all that? Well, they do. It, they 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 stated in this article, which I got from IGN. Um, they said that in 2022 they plan on sending. Um, I forgot what exactly they're sending out there, but they want to try to send something out there to actually study it more. You can you can better believe that they're going to try to find a way to extract some of that from that planet. There is a ton of things that we need and we could use. Yeah. You know, and let's say diamonds. Let's say there's diamonds there, right? Okay. Um, 
wonderful resources. We can mine with it. We can do cut with it. We can do lasers with it. All this important stuff. But now De Beers would lose all their money because of the stranglehold and monopoly on diamonds. Wow. Yeah, I, just, I thought that that's freaking, that's interesting. Yeah. They're gonna... I think that will be more like in 100 years or 200 years when we actually have real spaceships, then I think that becomes important. But right oh, now, so it's just it's, a curiosity. It's important now? Yeah. No, it's a curiosity. We can't mine it. But we can't get to the moon anymore. We can't get to Mars. Yeah, because I was thinking, like, how would you mine that? Like, like that that would take, man, that's that, that, it's, it's really interesting. I mean, they're going to send an unmanned spacecraft in 2022. So it's pretty much probably just to take pictures, see what's going on, survey the planet a little bit and see if they decide, which I know they would decide to actually go there. Like, how would they go about mining that? But like you said, yeah, that would take a long time to figure that out, honestly. Yeah. And again, if you watch the expanse, you'd be like, oh, okay, the Belta Lotus are gonna go there. You have to watch the show to understand the <laughs> That's just a lot of freaking money. I don't think I've I don't think I've ever seen that number before, ever. I've never seen that number. That, that's I have one to my bank account, but it was a negative sign in front of it. <laughs> <laughs> Damn Los. Um all right, what are we what else are we jumping into here? All right, so this next topic is a little interesting. I really just I I really want to pick your brain on this one. All right, so we talked about a few months ago about how Ray Fisher, who plays Cyborg on Justice League, claimed that Josh Whedon, who is the director of Justice League, um, was supposedly, uh, I guess, what is the proper term that we want to use here? Um, he was acting a certain, like he was acting a little sexist towards the women, and he was kind of acting a little racially biased towards uh, Ray Fisher. Who is obviously black basically and uh he was cyborg for people who aren't know exactly what we're talking about cyborg from justice league uh he recently according to this ign article recently came out and said that um he elaborated on it more and said that uh joss whedon digitally changed the tone of his skin in the film because uh let me see what was the reason why he changed it? I don't remember if I see the reason why, but apparently he changed the tone of his skin because it, it didn't it didn't mesh well with the film or something like that. I mean, do you do you do you believe that something like that would happen? Like why would like why okay. would a director want to do that? <laughs> From a story point of view, I can see why he'd want to do that. Okay. As a cyborg, you may not be as um normal flesh tone as possible you're part zombie the the robotics aren't feeding you the proper nutrients maybe mm. you add a metallic tone to a person yeah and the story point of view i can see a reason why to do it understand yeah, yeah um, i can see that too i can see but that too. from a just he's too dark no i can't but josh Wheaton, as far as i know of has no history of sexism or racism in his stories um, but we, and you and I have both commented how Cyborg is barely in Justice League. Yeah. A, a lot of people have, um, actually said that on social media too, how they felt like, man, like, and I mean, I personally wanted to see more Cyborg, like, because I just thought he was an interesting character and what we got in the film just wasn't enough. But then again, a lot of the and his in... portrayal of the character was really like good. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, because I I wanted more. I wanted to see more of that character, you know. And for the fact that we barely got anything was the kind of sucked. Um, but looking at the picture here that we have live on stream right now, I mean, I don't see much difference in the skin tone. Maybe a hint. 
but I don't think it's really much difference, honestly. Um, I think that he has a redder tone to his skin in the poster, but again, that could also be the lighting from all his cybernetic parts, or they want to kind of give it to him because yeah. of the story. Yeah. Um, but he's kind of hot yellow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know what I'm trying to say. He's he's a light skinned brother. You know what I'm trying to say. Um. Yeah. Um, I don't so know. I don't really see why they would want to change his tone, you know? Yeah. I, I could understand if, oh, we can't, if he's so dark, you can't see the details of his face. All right. That is understandable. That's acceptable to me. Yeah. You know, you want, you want your audience to see the actor. Yeah. But at the same time, it's kind of like, well, the cinematographer, director of photography yeah. should have thought about it and lit him a little better exactly you know? like so that's you what you have lighting him. for that's what you have lighting i mean a lot of the film as far as i can remember because i haven't seen it in a while i think i think i remember a lot of the film just being really poorly not poorly lit but it, it was really dark it, it, it was a really dark film in a lot of segments so maybe that's why i mean i don't know like you said from a creative standpoint yeah sometimes people do stuff like that i mean lighting coloring is part of the film process and sometimes you got to change things a little bit. I mean, I don't know Josh Whedon. Obviously, I've never worked with him before, so I can't say, nah, he wouldn't do that. I mean, I'm hoping that Ray Fisher, a.k.a. Cyborg, if he is making these accusations, I'm hoping it's from something that means something and not him just being overly dramatic. You know what I mean? So Here's the thing. Um, you've never heard of Ray Fisher speaking out against anything. He's not a crybaby. Yeah. So I believe there's something behind it, but I don't know what's behind it. Yeah. And again, I feel like if they're trying to make Ray look unnaturally robotic or metallic for the story, I can comprehend that. And I can say, okay, from a story point of view, I can understand why you're doing that. Yeah. But any other reason? I don't know, dude. And like, again, Josh Whedon doesn't have a history of this. Yeah. You know? All right. I'm going to play devil's advocate. Okay, I'm gonna use you specifically. Okay. okay. You're playing cyborg and he tells you specifically, I'm gonna use a lighter foundation on you because it's easier for us to light. I would feel so would you have would yeah. you have a problem with it? I would okay. have a, I would have a problem with that. I would have a problem with that because it's like okay. what if he turns around and he tells you, but in color correction, you're gonna be the proper skin tone. Would you have a problem with it? No. Because it's like what what you're doing is helping the creative process, and I guess if if you're saying because my my thing is this if if my if my color is what it is, let it be what it is. Like this is me. Like don't change me. But if you're saying, listen, we're doing this for shoot purposes because we want to help this or help that. But in post, you're going to be your regular color. Then I'm like, all right, fine. But don't change me now unless I'm a unless like if you're telling me I'm playing a character who in the comic book is a shade two shaders lighter two shades lighter than me and i got the role then i know what i'm getting into because i'm playing that character from the comic book you know but if i'm pretty much basically the, almost the same complexion as the character in the comic book then just let it be you know what i mean because it's almost it's almost as if like you're saying i can't accept you for being you so i'm gonna change you you know unless okay. unless, it's, unless it's part of that creative process then no i can't accept that because like why did why did why did you cast me 
you know? All right, Castle. I have a question. Now I'm playing another devil's, devil's advocate role for you. <laughs> um, this is a really oh, good God, question, by the way. Really good question. Uh, what's his name who played Iron Man? Don't, oh, I was about to say Tony Stark. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was going to say the same thing, too. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Robert Downey Jr. Uh, in that, that Thunder movie where he plays a black man. Oh, what do you, uh, okay. Uh, Were you personally insulted by that? Me personally, I haven't seen the film. So I, Tropic Thunder. Yeah. Tropic Thunder. What I got from that film is that obviously it was supposed to be a spoof. Uh, I was indifferent only because I didn't see the film. I was indifferent because it depends on how they went about it. Like, did you see the film? I've seen parts of it. I haven't seen the whole film. Now, I will say his performance was good. Um, and at moments, if you're so, when you're so caught up in the story, you forget that that it's makeup. You know? Yeah. Uh, you feel like he's a mixed character. Yeah. But then, um, he's you're constantly reminded that he's in that that you know, according to the movie, he went through a procedure to get his skin dark. So is he all right? So break it down to me. Is his character? I know his character is an actor. So is he trying to get a role as a black person, but he's not black? No. So he, okay. no, he got the role and he in the movie. Okay. He got the role and he thought that the character should be black. So he turned himself black. Oh, okay. I didn't know that actually. I thought right. he just—I thought he got the role of a black person, and he wanted to, you know, be black or whatever. Um, I can't really be too angry at it because look at white chicks. It, okay. Can you, can you really, if you're if you're a person who's white, can you like, would you be mad at that? I mean, because we did it, so in a way, we kind of can't be mad that Robin Downey Jr. did it, you know, basically. So David Chappelle did it exactly so i think by i think by today's standards i don't want to say it's normal but it's kind of a thing that happens in film especially in in comedic films especially it happens like almost all the time how many times do you see a comedian or a, a comedy movie or a comedy tv show where somebody of one race is acting like somebody of another race or making jokes about being another race like it's almost normal at this point now I don't know how it would be ignorant, but if that if that person, let's say Robert Downey Jr., if he was doing it in an ignorant way, people would take offense. But I don't know in what kind of way would he do it that would be ignorant. I didn't see it as ignorant because it was a it was part of a storyline. You want to leave the people with the business loose before we get out of here? Yes. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. If you get a chance to rate us, please rate us five stars. The more stars we have, the better chance we have of getting out to a bigger audience and possibly getting some sponsors. And if we get sponsors, you get gifts. So think about it. It's a win-win situation. Uh, don't forget to check <laughs> us out on YouTube. Um, hold on. I always forget the address, but I have it in front of me. You, uh, YouTube.com slash the J house. Don't forget uh, to rate us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. Um, and don't forget to promote our Twitch. If you guys like us, send a link out to a friend. They might enjoy it. You never know. Um, all right, chat, we're going to get out of here. We're going to see you guys next week. We are going to be doing uh top 10 rom-com films. That is going to be one interesting episode because top 10 rom-com films for men. In other words, one that men can watch. Exactly. I'm a little softy when it comes to that. All right, guys, we're out of here. Peace out. Have a great night. Wear your mask. Later.